Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. The time was when Dublin bus was famous for its big, noisy fleet trundling around the capital, belching out black fumes. Things are changing and many buses are already hybrid and fairly quiet, but certainly not all. Now Dublin Bus is providing electric bikes to its employees as a way to travel between depots much quicker. Let's speak live to the Chief Executive of Dublin Bus, Ray Coyne. Good morning, Ray. Morning, Joe. How are you? I am not too bad, Ray. Thanks for joining us. Let us start with how many buses in your fleet are hybrid or low carbon, put it that way. Yeah, thanks, Joe. Um, yeah, over the last um, 18 months, we've been in, investing with the NTA in our in our fleet. Uh, we've 212 hybrid electric buses are present on the street. Um, we've another 16 to come in over the summer period, uh, which bring to 228. Uh, we operate a total fleet of 1,088 buses. Um, and the NTA uh, and ourselves will we, now go out and look to in, introduce full battery electric vehicles and they'll commence service in 2023. So an exciting time for us, our customers uh, and a sustainable Dublin city. That's it. Um, the NTA buys the buses and then you operate them. That's the way it works, isn't it? Now, do you have the charging infrastructure to put fully electric buses on the streets? Because it's still relatively new technology. We don't know what's it, what, what these buses are like day-to-day running and whether they'd be reliable for um, Dublin bus users. Yeah, we, we, so we have some charging infrastructure and four depots are present. And Joe and they they assist us with the hybrid vehicles that we have. Um, a couple of years ago, we set out to put some infrastructure in to test um, that aspect of it because with with uh, full battery electric, you obviously need continuity of supply of your energy, and um, which will be electricity. Um, we're also out to tender at the minute for a large uh, infrastructure program to put uh, the 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 assets in all our depots. Um, that will facilitate the full move to full battery electric vehicles um, and that will commence uh, the start of 2023. The tender process has started already. Um, so we've had some good alignment with the NTA on this. Yeah, they purchased the vehicles, but we will give strong guidance and advice in terms of the reliability of new vehicles. Um, we, we have a long track record of introducing uh, new vehicles. So that's just something we need to be aware of <clears throat> and something we're conscious of in the future. But I think, uh, you know, working through with our partners in electricity supply, we think we, we will be in good shape. But it is a key infrastructure asset now, and the depots will require substations, um, and continuity supply will be key for the future. Because a lot of people um, might jump back on the bus if they think it's a smooth, quiet, clean uh, journey around the city. Um, you're also providing a much greener way for your staff to get from depot to depot. Yeah, and I think, um, I was going to say at the outset, Joe, you have a great memory when, when people think back to old, dirty diesel buses. That That's, that's a long time. That's shown our age, uh, Ray. Ray, that's showing our age more than anything else. Yeah, and, and my, um, no, I think the product today, really strong product, um, good efficiency, good service, good network, good reliability. And then we also have a lot of technology within our bus. So we've been adapting to new technology for many years. So you can charge a phone on our bus. Um, obviously with the hybrid electric new technology there so more sustainable so then when you look at the overall transport solutions and sustainable transport solutions it, it was natural for Dublin bus to be looking for 
to extend the, the value chain that we can offer our customers and also see what customers, how they want to travel now and in the future. And one of the areas, and we've been exploring for over 18 months, a number of initiatives and the first one to hit the ground is the use of e-bikes um, and it's limited to our employees at present but we will get some significant insights into how our employees will use the bikes um, because we've three and a half thousand employees and they're the people of Dublin as well so we'll get some insights into how they use this new sustainable mode of transport and um, it'll also help Dublin Bus reduce its own environmental footprint from employees moving between locations and we we get some great insights into the first and last mile uh, solution, which, could which give is us, always there for public transport. Yeah, which, make which it could as be easy then and sustainable uh, as possible. And that knowledge could be then passed on to kind of a wider Dublin-wide experiment. Can I ask you about Dublin's nightlife? And, um, uh, you know, it's a busy city during the day, but a lot of people complain that pubs close early and not, there are fewer nightclubs due to extortionate insurance costs. Would a wider 24-hour bus service help make the city more active and attractive at night? Yeah, for sure. Um, we, we've been, you know, we've had our night links for over 20 years now, but what we have been introducing over the last 18 months is a 24-hour network um, to assist with the nighttime economy, and we engage with business partners on the nighttime economy working group. Um, we've six 24-hour services uh, at present operating uh, on top of our night links. Um, they would be standard uh, bus fares and they would operate your traditional routes. Um, probably the most successful one at present uh, would be Route 15. Um, we're looking to see if we can increase the frequency in those services. They tend to be... Uh, is that the one that goes to Terranure and Rathmines, Ray? Yeah, and the demand is extremely, extremely high um, and it gives, you know, it gives people greater access and it is public transport and, and that's what it's there for. So we've seen a, a good increase over the last 18 months and, you know, with the NTA, and with government support, we'd hope to see that rolled out throughout the network um, to give a good even spread so everybody will have continued access to public transportation 24 hours. Ray, you have been a lifer with Dublin Bus. You joined at 18. I'm not going to betray how old you are now, but you're moving on as chief executive after seven years. What have you learned about our city in that pretty serious length of time? Yeah, um, great question, Joe. Yeah, I think... Um, Probably the main thing is is when you look at the change that we've seen in our city. Um, I started in Dublin Bus in 1988. Um, vastly different. Uh, and I suppose the, probably the main changes are the people. So much more diverse community um, that we, we operate in, our customers and our employees. I think the technology um, is, is vastly changed as well. So a huge, you know, change in terms of how people consume information and access information. Um, and, and the other aspect then is probably the, the one thing that stood is that the character of the city has stayed the same. Um, you know, it's a, it's a good city to live and work in. Uh, our organisation would, would have changed in line with the, the city itself with three and a half thousand people. So I see a good reflection in our workforce. And I, th I think the main piece of the character that has changed is there's a bit more good attitude from the people of Dublin, more kind of go get them. Um, we're business leaders. We're, we're a nation that fights at the top All of the right. table in the in the world marketplace, and I think that's something well, that's changed over the last thirty years. Well, so Ray, I think change we, for the good. We we wish you the best in your the next chapter of your career, whatever it is. Uh, Ray Coyne, there, the chief executive of Dublin Bus. Breakfast business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.